Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of my podcast and it's been a long time. Well, not really, kind of. <laughs> Since then, a lot has happened and today's podcast is going to be about grief. So, for those of you that don't know me or don't follow me or whatever, back in August, which was last month, my grandma passed away so that's why this podcast is going to be about grief just some context i guess about my life my grandma is the one that raised me i'm filipino and a lot of filipinos call their grandmas lola but with my family we called my grandma nanay luce yeah, my nanai is the person that raised me. She is the person that basically was my mom, my mother figure in my life. Aside from my sister too. Ever since I was born, my nanai is the one that took care of me. Yeah, I've lived with her since I was a baby. Yeah, my... Nana passed away a little over a month ago and it's definitely been I don't know weird since my Nana was the one that took care of me and raised me she she was very independent and the biggest thing that really was a health scare was her heart attack but I talked about I talked briefly about how my nana had a heart attack back in 2019 and she ended up living a little over a year after her heart attack. So that was um that was amazing. I never wanted to think about my nana dying. Like I never wanted to think about it. I blocked it out. Um I was scared that if it was something that I thought about then it would happen like that that was my logic and sometimes that's still my logic with certain things in life to be honest and that's where my life changed because we had to get home care a lot of people coming in and out of our house every day that i didn't know um new equipment and this was a time in which god really put me in a position to take care of my nanai because before that, my nana was the one that took care of us the whole time. I never really knew what it was like to give back, to take care of someone other than myself. So this was so much of a transition in my life. As beautiful as it sounds, the reality of it was, was that it was extremely hard. Um, I was going to school at the time. I was going to school full-time. I'm still going to school full-time. I was working a part-time job. And also, I had someone to take care of. Because after the heart attack, it left my nana not really being able to be independent like she was before. She couldn't uh, shower by herself. Um, she couldn't even go to the shower. She would just have to have bed baths. She couldn't stand up she couldn't go to the washroom like everything was just bed bound and that was such a big transition for me and my family so it was it was really hard 
it's interesting how life really comes full circle where we come into the life as a baby and then as a kid a teenager an adult and then we just grow old again and it's like you're a baby again and it just it comes full circle which is exactly what i witnessed when it came to my nana having to learn how to change diapers having to learn how to <clears throat> wash someone if ever they they go to the washroom like pee or poo um having to having to pick out someone's clothes lay them out cook for someone and make sure that they're fed every day it was very challenging and i i basically became a parent and it was hard to juggle with my schoolwork and with work and trying to find time to take care of myself while I had someone that needed me. I am grateful because I had so much I had so much time to spend with her. And I I don't even have it in me to have regrets of oh, I should have visited more. I mean, I lived with her. <laughs> I should have visited more or you know, I should have spent more time with her like no, I had so much time to spend with her. And I am so grateful for that. My nanai passed away because of a stroke. And um, her stroke was very unexpected. It, it didn't happen right away. It was gradual, but we didn't know it at the time. Back in June, um, she was experiencing a lot of dizziness and weakness. And for some reason, a lot of confusion where sometimes the words that she was saying didn't make sense or um she would forget our names and it was scary but we we didn't know what was going on exactly honestly this is just a, a psa for anybody um if your parents are a little older or something here are some things to look out for um in the case of a stroke so there's a acronym i believe that's the right word there's an acronym called fast because every every minute counts there's a six hour time window in which if someone's having a stroke within those six hours if they get medical attention there's um a better chance of doctors being able to reverse the stroke uh we didn't know that that's something to just be aware of. Um, I'm just going to search up what the acronym stands for. F. Facial droop. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech. If they're having difficulty speaking, if you don't understand what they're saying, if it doesn't make sense. And T is time. Time to call 911. If you are driving behind an ambulance, you'll see the acronyms FAST on the back of their door. So please look out for that. I don't know why, but when uh, she was experiencing stroke symptoms, I kind of knew. When I was a kid, it was like I was kind of just trying to drown out the noise. And even up until then i was trying to drown it out because it's scary and you don't want to think about it you 
try to put on music or try to have the TV on just so it'll seem like everything is normal and that nothing bad is happening kind of thing. You try to have background noise so that you don't have to listen to the silence and be sitting with your thoughts. I couldn't really do that anymore. We were at the hospital for basically a month and that was scary because I don't like hospitals. I don't think anybody likes hospitals. I hated that we were there because it just it kept bringing up the idea of death. And I don't think anybody wants to think about that, but when you can't escape it because you can't leave and no one can really take your spot because there's COVID this year and hospitals are really strict with visitation, you you really are left to confront the idea of it because for our situation, I was at the hospital a lot and transportation was limited. I didn't really have anywhere to go. so. You can't run away from your feelings or your problems. Like, you you have to. That's the only place you could stay. I hated the fact that we had to stay there for a long time. But I think it was God's way of kind of preparing us. Because there weren't many times that we could go home and sleep or stay at home for a long period of time. So when you did go home and you don't have her there and you get used to going home and not having her there you get used to it the thing with death is that you think you know when it's gonna happen but you really don't you're wrong a lot of the times we thought my nana was gonna die with a heart attack she ended up living a little over a year past the heart attack you think she's gonna go home from the hospital and she dies a couple of days before she's supposed to go home so you think you know when death is coming but you really don't and as for grief grief has been kind of weird for me because uh especially if um losing a loved one or death is one of the biggest fears of your life it comes but it doesn't have as big as an impact as you thought it would you you build it up in your mind all these years to be this big scary thing but when it happens it happens it, it happens that's it it happens and then life goes on in the sense that it's just another minute in the day and you think that life is gonna stop for you but it just it just keeps going on which is really weird because it happened really quickly uh, very un unexpectedly and then what it, it it's really weird it's really weird and life just keeps going on literally like sure there's um that moment in time where you have to uh, do everything for the funeral, go to the funeral, have that burial. 
but even then life doesn't stop for you because your your day still goes on with having to run errands for it and it, it just doesn't stop it doesn't feel real but it 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 does because obviously you go to the funeral you see the body you see it get buried but it doesn't feel real and it still doesn't feel real and i don't know if it'll ever feel real it's kind of like um let's say someone leaves a house to go buy something and you know you you just you don't really worry about it because you know that they're gonna come back and that's kind of how it feels with me where it's like it's like she's still alive and she's still here but she's just out and it's like you're um it's like you're waiting for her to go home but she's not going home you know and um there are a lot of days where uh well my nana is in my dreams like every day and there are a lot of days where i literally like almost every day i wake up and i forget like for a second i forget that she is not here like literally i feel her all the time and i wake up every day forgetting that she's dead that's how it feels like every day is basically normal not normal because she's not here and my daily routine has changed and sometimes i forget that i'm going through such a big transitional time of my life because you literally just lost someone that's been there your whole life and everything's changing but it doesn't feel like anything's changing because life goes on you still have to go to school you still have to go to work it's almost like everything's the same but nothing's going to be the same again which is it's really weird and i don't i i don't really know what to make of it or how to understand it i'm kind of just i'm kind of just going with it but it doesn't really make sense at all and you kind of question yourself because is life really supposed to feel like this normal someone just died but it doesn't feel like life has changed that much which is really weird it, it may just be my situation maybe other people feel differently i think the hospital situation of staying there for one month kind of helped me to adjust to the change already and i think ever since her heart attack god has been really preparing me to be more independent to uh learning how to cook for myself learning how to be a little bit better with money learning how to um take care of myself and be there for myself learning what it's like to take care of others all those things i learned because of taking care of my nanai um learning how to sleep in my bed by myself 
that sounds kind of ridiculous but I slept beside my nana ever since I was a kid up until she had a heart attack so her having her own hospital bed in the living room and me having to sleep by myself that prepared me for not not sleeping with her anymore it's the little things you don't notice it but like god really prepared me gradually which i think for me was the best way because if my nana did die during the heart attack i wouldn't be prepared at all i wouldn't know the things that i know and i wouldn't have uh taken it this well not that i'm taking it like it, it's not happening but i i don't know i guess i'm more you're never prepared for death but i i guess i'm more prepared for it than i would have been if she just died randomly when i wasn't expecting it and i wasn't expecting it this time literally it was just a normal friday morning i was more ready for it now than i would have been if it happened a year ago after losing my nana i thought that i had is that at one point of your life someone's gonna die and that sounds really morbid but at one point of your life someone is going to die and it's just a matter of when some people lose someone when they're really young some people lose someone when when they are grown adults at one point of our lives we're gonna understand what everybody else understands when it comes to death because we're gonna experience it and it's gonna happen to us and that's kind of that's kind of scary if my nana didn't die i wouldn't like thinking about that and i wouldn't even think about it but since death already happened I'm not scared of thinking about it anymore like I can be free with my thoughts and not be scared of if I think this then it's gonna happen because it happened already so I I just I'm more unafraid of um, thinking about death but if uh, you have not experienced death and you know someone that is grieving or just lost someone don't say well that sucks or she's in a better place now and it, it comes from a place of good intentions but honestly it's not helpful like what do you want me to do with that information like just listen like you don't even have to say something because if you say something probably it's not really gonna help because a lot of people just say cliches and i mean what else can you say if you haven't experienced it that's all you're gonna know what to say in trying to be comforting if you don't understand then that's okay you just you don't have to say anything don't tell someone don't be sad for too long or you know it'll get better just just don't say that at all it's not helpful um i've had people say that to me and you don't want to be rude so you're just gonna say thank you but honestly just listen you don't have to say anything that's fine if you just are there to be a listening ear to be someone comforting you can listen and be comforting without giving advice if you made it this far thank you so much for listening to my voice thank you so much for listening to this experience and don't forget to appreciate the people that are around you before it's too late until next time with love, Cheryl.